0: Transforming lives.
1: Quite the foremost thing, purpose of the Holy Spirit is that He magnifies and glorifies Jesus. Um, Amen. That's the major um, purpose of the Holy Spirit is to lift Jesus up and glorify Him. The second- Welcome to
0: Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Open your Bible, please. to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, I want to read verse 14, Amen. if you have it, let's stand, let's turn and read together, At the count of two, let's stand, kind of two we'll all read together one two the grace of our lord jesus christ and the love of god and the communion of the holy spirit be with you all amen father in the name of jesus we give you the glory the honor and the praise we bless you lord because you are faithful and true. holy spirit come take complete control of everything we say and do we pray, O oh God, that you will give your people hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. Minister life unto them, open their understanding, fill them to overflow. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Today, we want to begin a series on the communion of the Holy Spirit. Um, in this series, we want to share with you eight principles of the work of the Holy Spirit, or how we can uh, um, cooperate with the Holy Spirit to allow God to do in and through us those things that He wants us to do. The eight um, principles we'll be talking about will be the purpose of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus, the person, the three persons of the Trinity, be filled with the Holy Spirit, unlimited power, the Spirit-filled life, and victory through the Holy Spirit. Today, particularly, we want to talk about, teach on the first principle of the works of the Holy Spirit, and that is the purpose of the Holy Spirit. We want to share with you concerning four basic purposes of the Holy Spirit. Um, now, this is not an and so throughout the, uh, um, the series, we'll be coming back to some of the things that the Holy Spirit does, but we just want to capture some things uh, concerning the Holy Spirit. The first and foremost thing, purpose of the Holy Spirit is that He magnifies and glorifies Jesus. mean um, that's the major um, purpose of the Holy Spirit is to lift Jesus up and glorify Him. The second thing is that we see that the Holy Spirit um, has been working throughout creation from the beginning of the world all the way through Amen. There was never a time that the Holy Spirit was not active. Amen. He, was, he has always been working. Also, we want to see, we'll show you concerning how the Holy Spirit anoints people and use them powerfully for His glory. And then we'll look at one example of the Spirit of God upon the life of Moses. Amen. So we'll look at these as uh, um, as we discuss today. So let's look at the purposes of the Holy Spirit. So the first purpose is that the Holy Spirit magnifies and glorifies Jesus. Amen. Now when you look in the life of people, you will be able to understand that everyone who God has used mightily throughout history has they have all been used because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes upon our lives, upon the lives of people, those who are yielded vessels and willing vessels, and He pour out His Spirit, and His purpose is to lift Jesus up and to magnify Jesus. And so, even before the New Testament, before Jesus came on earth, the Holy Spirit was pointing to the to the to the Christ, um, who uh, to Jesus who was going to come and die pay the price for the lives of of people in order for us to be safe and come into a relationship with Jesus. Amen. We want to let you know, first and foremost, that if you are a child of God, if you have asked Jesus to come into your heart, then you are a prime uh, um, candidate to experience the mighty outpouring of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was sent by Jesus from the Father, to equip you to live this Christian life. And God is telling us, and the Bible tells us in, 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 in Corinthians and Romans, that the Holy Spirit is our inheritance. He's the seal that God has placed upon us as believers. And every one of us can experience this communion, this fellowship, this uh, corn in the air to understand the power and the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so I want to encourage you. Amen. Now, what I want to also encourage you is as you listen to these messages, as we go through this series, we'll be talking about different things, different aspects of the Spirit. We want you to listen and to be challenged by God because the Word of God is powerful enough to transform. Amen. It is not man's Word. This is the Word of God. This is what God wants to do in and through your life. And so we want to encourage you to open your heart. Allow the Spirit of God to saturate your life and surrender yourself to Jesus. Now, if you have not given your heart to Jesus, then we want to encourage you to submit yourself to Jesus because the Holy Spirit wants to come into your life and to do the work of God in you and through you. He wants to bless your life and then He wants to use you to impact the lives of others. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit, He he comes to magnify Jesus and He comes to reveal, to open our understanding, to see Jesus for who He is. Amen. Now, uh, um, all over the world today, um, there are thousands of professing Christians who are from all denominations and many of them, they will honor the, the Holy Spirit by singing what is called the doxology. Every Sunday, um, most of the mainline churches, they sing the doxology. And, and basically what it says is, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they will sing it over and over. And many of them understand who God is as the Creator. Many of them understand The Son, Jesus, as the the, the Savior of the world who came and died. But most people do not understand the third person of the Holy Spirit. Let alone having a fellowship with Him. And so we want to take this, uh, this series to show you who the Holy Spirit is and to help you so that you can have a communion, a fellowship with the Holy Spirit to allow Him to do His work because the Holy Spirit Is the Godhead that is in the earth today. This is his dispensation. He is here now, and he wants to show you Christ. He wants to reveal God to you. He wants to empower you and use you so that you can do the things that God wants you to do. He wants to show you all that God has for you, reveal it to you. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the Bible says that, Eyes have not seen, in verse 9, nor ears heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men, the things that God has planned for those who love Him. And then the Bible tells us that, but those things have been revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is not just an afterthought. He is a very important and uh, uh, significant part of the Godhead because He reveals the things of God to us. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus Himself promised the Holy Spirit. When Jesus um, was about to to go to the cross, He said to the disciples, He said, I, "It is expedient for Me to go, but when I go, I will send the Holy Spirit, a promise of the Father. And when He comes, He will reveal to you the things that I have spoken unto you. He will magnify Me, and He will He will come. He will come upon you, and He will be." in you. He will will testify of me. And he will empower uh, um, you. And then when Jesus rose again, just before he went to heaven, he said to the disciples, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and into the uttermost part of the eye. Basically, he was saying, you will be witnesses unto me, where you are, in your city, you will, you will be witnesses, witnesses unto me in your country, that's Judea or the, the U.S. where you are. You will be witnesses across culture, that means with people from different groups or different cultures, different languages, different races. And you will be witnesses for me to the entire world. God's purpose is for the Holy Spirit to empower you so that you can be a witness for Jesus. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. The third person of the Holy Spirit comes to magnify Jesus. He lifts him up. Jesus promised that he would come and he would personally fill your life. Fill the believer life. You see the Holy Spirit cannot flood your life until you have personally accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Because you need the blood for the Spirit. Say Amen. 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 The Bible tells us also that when Jesus promised the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost 2,000 years ago, the Holy Spirit came and he manifested himself and filled the disciples and since the Holy Spirit came, he has not left. Amen. He is still here. He is to us and do all that he wants to do so that we can experience the grace and the power of God in our lives. The Holy Spirit has been active throughout uh, um, history. Amen. The Bible tells us that he was present during creation. In Genesis chapter 1, um, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was with all form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. Amen. When you read the, the original Hebrew for that word, move is the the same uh, um, word when the hand a hand goes upon an egg in order to hatch the egg. That's what the Holy Spirit was doing. He was broiling over the, the 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 face of the deep. And when God spoke uh, uh, um, to to start creation, the Holy Spirit brought them into pass. Amen. Even in the guiding when Adam and Eve sin, the Holy Spirit was there. Amen? And from the when you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it is a revelation of Jesus Christ, and it's the Holy Spirit who has written the Scripture to open our understanding to what God wants to reveal unto us. Amen? Uh, I can imagine when um, uh, um, Adam and Eve fell. The Bible says, before the foundation of the earth, when God decided that he was going to, they were going to have a plan for 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 the redemption of mankind. Uh, man, I can imagine the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit sitting down together in a meeting. And then the God was saying, uh, who is going to go and redeem mankind? And Jesus said, Father, I will. I will offer myself to go and and, and, and redeem mankind from from sin because they need a sinless learn to, to be sacrificed. And the Holy Spirit said to Jesus, I will go and make sure that you are empowered to do that which God wants to accomplish in and through you. If you are willing to sacrifice yourself, I will be willing to promote you and to do everything I can so that I can reveal your, 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 your name and your plans and your love in the hearts of people. The Bible tells us in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God gave His only begotten Son, but Jesus was willing to come and die. That's why He said in John chapter 18, He said, No one takes my life, but I lay it down. Because I lay my life down, the Father has given me the authority take it up again. Amen. Jesus, just like we shared earlier, Jesus was willing to lay down his life. Amen. Because Abraham was willing to offer up Isaac, Jesus, God was willing to offer up his son. Amen. And just like Isaac was willing to, to uh, uh, cooperate with his father as to be a sacrifice, Jesus was willing to come and to die and to be the sacrifice for our sins. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us in Leviticus chapter 6 17, it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. In Hebrews chapter 7, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. But the blood could not be a tinted blood because Adam and Eve had sinned and the sin nature had fallen into every human being. Amen. And it required a sinless blood. And Jesus had to come as the sinless lamb of God to sacrifice himself. And the Holy Spirit came to help him and to make sure that that which God wanted to do in and through uh, 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 Jesus to redeem mankind, Jesus was able to do by the power of the Holy Spirit. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah! hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah! The Holy Spirit, the purpose of the Holy Spirit is to magnify Jesus, to glorify Jesus, to exalt Him, and to pour His 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 revelation into the hearts of people. Even now as I'm speaking, the Holy Spirit is the one who's in your heart and showing you that Jesus loves you and that Jesus came and died on the cross for you and that God wants to have a relationship with you. It is the Holy Spirit that opened our understanding and revealed the love of God in our hearts so that we can understand God's love and accept Him. It is the Holy Spirit. That's His purpose. To lift up Jesus, to magnify Jesus, to glorify Jesus, and to promote him so that everyone can know him. The Holy Spirit doesn't come to promote himself. The Holy Spirit promotes Jesus. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second uh, 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 purpose is that the Holy Spirit was active in the Old Testament. Wherever you read the word, the Spirit of God, and it is used both in the Old and the New Testament, it is referring to the Holy Spirit. So every time you go in the scripture and the Bible says the Spirit of God, that means the Bible is talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen? And it, when, when the Bible is talking about the Holy Spirit, it's talking about the third person of the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, and God the The Holy Spirit. He's uh, He's He's and in theology they call it uh, uh, um, one essence, one substance, one nature, and three persons. Amen. Um, It's not we don't have three gods. We have one God, one nature. Amen. One union, one uh, um, in unison. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are all God, one nature, but they express themselves in three different persons. Not one person changing into different states. Or or one person showing up and then after that person goes he comes back with another name. No. they They express themselves in three different unique persons. Amen. And the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit was here before the foundation of the world. Amen. He came to manifest Himself. He reveals Himself, The Bible tells us, he, uh, Paul Peter said it this way, it says holy men were led by the Spirit, they spoke by the Spirit. The, the, the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation is the, 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 the altar, the main altar of the, the Bible is the Holy Spirit. He moved, he inspired people to write the scripture. Amen? That's why there is one team throughout scripture. When you look in the, in the Bible, throughout scripture, you see God plan for the redemption of mankind. Through the entire scripture, if you read through the entire scripture, it will be amazed how you see God is moving things around and interacting with people in order to bring about the Christ child so that Jesus can come and die on the cross and, and r- rise from the dead in order for us to be saved and delivered. The Holy Spirit is the author of the scripture. Now, I know there are 40 different uh, uh, um, writers of it, but the way you, you, you can say it, there were 40 different reporters, amen, and the Holy Spirit dictated to them concerning the passage of the scriptures. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, uh, um, when you look in the scripture, you can see, amen, sometimes, even right now, we are living in the last days. The, the, the prophecy that was given by uh, 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 the prophets that God revealed. We are living in the evening. When you look in the book of Revelation, we are living in the last days. Amen. What John revealed concerning what will happen, this is what we are living. We are in the last days. We are experiencing. It's like you watching television, but you are a part of it. Amen. We are experiencing everything that God has said. And that's what makes the Bible alive. Um, uh, um, Rahab Bunke said one time a young man went to him and said to him um, why are you continuing to teach the bible I mean the, the bible is old this is an old book I mean it has been around for 2000 years or more why are you teaching the bible and he said to him young man I don't know you You don't understand this bible is it may be old but it is still alive Amen? it's the oldest book I mean, one of the oldest books, I mean, old, very old classic, I mean, in all of, all of it is alive. Everything in the scripture is relevant to you today. When you open the scripture as you read it, it is relevant. It speaks to your life today. You can't say, well, it was yesterday. No, there are things in the scripture that is speaking to you right now in the 21st century. In fact, one time I was reading the scripture, you know, uh, um, we we are in the technology age, and we have a whole lot of different things that are happening. I mean, things are going so fast. And when you go to the supermarket or you go to to, uh, uh, the store the mall, as you are going to the mall, you find that the the door just opened, Just before you get there, the door open, automatic door. Amen? Now you think, well, maybe this just happened. No, read the scripture. Read the book of Acts. The Bible says when Peter was coming out of the, the prison, when the angel uh, um, delivered him, and he was coming, the gate just opened by itself. So God been doing automatic things ever since before you and I thought about automatic. Amen. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. hallelujah. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. you talk about going into space. Um, is, uh, uh, Elijah went by a whirlwind. Amen. I before NASA thought about putting uh, uh, um, astronaut on the moon, Elijah went before by God own. <laughs> what do you call it? Spaceship. Amen. I I mean, so God been doing all of these things a long time, and we just catching up. And sometimes we think we're too smart. Amen. I but God is way ahead. That's why He said to us, "My thoughts are not your thoughts; neither are my ways like your words. Amen? But the Bible tells us that the Holy Spirit was there revealing Jesus, opening our understanding, and giving us what God wants to do. That's why when we look in the Word of God, we need to take the Word of God seriously. Because the Word of God is God-breed. is God's revelation. is God-inspired. Amen? We need to listen to it. We need to read it. We need to meditate upon it. We need to obey it. Because that is what we give life. Jesus said, "The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life." Hebrews chapter four says, "The word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, to the divided, asunder of the spirit and the soul, and is a, 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 a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart." What the Bible is saying that the word of God is able to go into our hearts and and th- 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 dissect it and uh, expose our intention. That's why when you read the scripture it's like a mirror. It tells you who you are, what you need to do, how you need to change. And if you obey the word and follow the word you experience life. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is the one who is working in and through us. Long before the day of Pentecost the Holy Spirit has been working and active. In the lives of men and women. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And we
0: are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday At 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship, Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible Study, and Friday at 8 p.m. Intercessory Prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church Virginia and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at (laughs) harvestersvirginia.com.